Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. Hey everybody, you're listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. This is the podcast for the week of January... Is nope. January 31st. Oh shit, you're yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. February 1st uh, was a Monday. Uh, Monday. I'm your host, Joe Boda. With me to... Do- oh, <laughs> Peter Samin. Joe, everything is gone. We're in the nothingness now. The ether, it's nothing is real. It's our our bites, our bites, our bits have been stolen from us, taken ones. forcefully. We were mugged. Ah, uh, mugged at at Ethernet point. Uh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is going to be like a lost episode because no one's going to listen to it because archive.org decided to jack our feed from us. Uh. So now we just went to... Now we're going to GitHub. We're nomadic like that. We go from place to place searching. Searching for a place to call home. I got a tattoo of such a predicament on my back. Oh, yeah. Carry me home. (laughs) <laughs> I've lost my way. <laughs> um, how you doing? How you doing, Peter? Saturday. It's sloppy Saturday. I well. Yeah. 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 You look good. You look You, you don't know you what look I good. look like. Shut the fuck up. You're breaking the illusion. You mean this picture from like 2 years ago? Man, we yeah. need to take some improv lessons. God damn it. I have him. I've. I used to be in the improv club, but then I graduated, and now look at me. I know you look awful. Now look at me. You, you look awful. You. <laughs> you're really starting to let yourself go. Uh, you need it's all the soylent. All that soylent. How, how how's that soylent actually doing? I like. I saw some stuff of that over the weekend well, at a friend's house, and was like, huh. Looks good. Looks like it's an a, Apple product. It looks like something Apple would make. What? I mean, it's a it very comes pl- in white boxes and bags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a. I basically only eat it for breakfast. It's real simple, and I don't have to make breakfast anymore. Yeah, that's always a good thing. I saves me time in the morning. I've been living off of a breakfast diet of coffee and water. That's. <laughs> and then I eat like lunch at like eleven. So you're living on a diet of water and brewed water. Exactly, it's the best. <laughs> I, okay, sometimes, sometimes I like, you know, I I get I like to get a little bit uh a little bit crazy, and I put some uh, hot chocolate mix in my coffee. Oh wow! Like a goddamn child. <laughs> 
you know it it beats a it beats a mocha any day i think i don't even know like what what qualifies as a mocha or a frappuccino or a cappuccino well frappuccino is cold correct uh yes that's been my experience with it but yeah, i don't i don't know much about coffee yeah, i don't uh, know if you know this but i think i've probably drank less than like a cup of coffee in my entire life. Yeah, you're a tea guy through and through. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, technically, yeah. I've drank way more tea than I have coffee. Tea is for technically. Technically a tea guy. Technically tea. That sounds... Oh, that sounds like a good startup name. I'm writing yeah. this down. Technically tea. Mm, but it's Saturday. I like that, actually. Yeah, it's Saturday. What the fuck? Because I, because like, I I wanted to record her. So you know, we've <laughs> we've kind of gotten lazy. If it hasn't been obvious, we've gotten lazy with when we are recording these, and we've lapsed a week. Like we used to kind of record earlier, like on Mondays, Mondays, Tuesdays, and now we've migrated deeper and deeper into the week. And now we're on Saturday, and we're about to go. Like we're about to uh get lapped. So that's why we got to record two episodes today. Yep, so, you know, <laughs> just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you do I mean, that. our average is still greater than one a week because we've done Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we have an excuse. <laughs> we can slack a bit because we got those movie casts and stuff like oh, that. Oh, they need to come out with more game movies so we can... <laughs> more game movies? Well, Fa- Fast and Furious wasn't a game movie. No, there was Need for Speed, though. Oh, did we... Did we put out a podcast for that? No, we didn't. No. Oh, you're, but, just, uh, say, you're just saying they're similar. No, no. What I'm saying is that is an actual game racing movie. Oh, and yeah. We did, and plus we did, um, oh, God. Watchtower. We did Dead, Dead, Dead? Dead Rising. Dead Rising. I almost said Dead Space. We could do that. We have Dead seen movie. a, uh, we've seen two Dead Space movies, haven't oh, we? They were both not great they weren't great well one of them was so yeah they both sucked like animation wise but then the one of them decided that they were going to change animation styles from (laughs) each character's perspective and you know one of them was fine and then another was some like code lyoko bullshit (laughs) where it's like you know half-ass computer animation made for tv because they had to crank them out so quickly but but yeah, we we can do all kinds of movies. But according to you, they have to be bad. So I mean, they don't have to be bad. I mean, yes, but it it usually helps. Yeah. Unless like we can get into some like deep theory shit on the subject matter. Star Wars would be one of those, but Oh yeah. That 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 time has kind of passed for like spoiler cast. Nonsense. Yeah, that's true. That's why we gotta wait for Rogue One to come out. Basically, when is that out? Is that out? Uh, uh, December. December is Star Wars month now, Joe. It seems to be. Yeah, we got Rogue One this December, and then next December is uh, Empire Strikes Back Part Two. <laughs> and last December was seven. So yep. Yeah. Setting trends. <laughs> uh, I yeah I uh I almost didn't I almost didn't get up on time this morning because I was up so late last night. Yeah, I saw you chugging away on The Witness. I have been chipping away on The Witness and 
So, I, I guess for perspective, have you listened to the Giant Beast cast this uh, week? Yes, okay. I have. So, Vinny, Vinny's perspective is actually very similar to what I was going to bring to the table had we recorded early in this week. I had a... So, like, to give kind of... I'm going to get, like, more... Not spoilery, but I feel like there people haven't explained necessarily the game very well as far as, like what your objective is, it seems to be like, you know, it's a bunch of grid-based puzzles very much, very clearly designed by a programmer. There's a lot of graph theory that you could apply to some of this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, like, I need to make a pass back and forth between these two objects, but I only have so many lines to do it in. So there's, there's a lot of stuff like that. The puzzles themselves, I very much enjoy. They're very, like, crossword-esque simple enough to do and they're fun kind of to do in rapid succession and the objective is to clear out certain areas entire areas will revolve around like a single sort of mechanic that they'll add to the puzzle and then once you clear out those areas it'll activate some mechanism that will then send a beam onto a mountain and apparently the mountain has like a lock that will open after six beams have been activated there's more than six beams that can be activated in the game, though. So basically, that's what kind of like Jonathan Blow meant when you don't need to clear every puzzle to complete the game. Uh, it, it's kind of like, you know, Mario. You know, get 70 stars to unlock the last world, but gotcha. there's 120. And there, are there secrets if you get all of them? I don't know yet. So oh. so I have activated, I think, uh, what I said six. So I, well, I said there are six that are needed. I've activated four beams, so I need to clear two more areas. That being said, the puzzles themselves have not been too difficult, uh, in my opinion. There are very... They're so... The interesting thing about the game is you go up to a puzzle, and you look at it, and there's symbols on it, and you have no fucking idea what it means. And then later on, you'll go into a tutorial that will somehow very well explain the mechanic to you and then from there, it's like, oh, now I know what that does. I solved other puzzles to understand what this puzzle was trying to tell me to do. Yeah. So it's it's this really weird thing where I mean I I really it's really fascinating because you know most games block off your progress with you know with like with mechanics like oh you need to double jump to get to this next part and this game though knowing what I know now I could beat this game much faster or at a faster pace than I am right now because I already understand those mechanics so it's a really interesting system um but narrative wise I have I I just found something like in the last like 30 minutes of me playing before I shut off last night was the first time I finally listened to any sort of audio. Yeah, so that's the thing that on the giant bombcast when they mentioned that there's like audio logs, I was like, "Wait, really? I didn't I did, had not heard anyone else mention that before." So, I'm guessing you found one of those audio so logs. So I did. Yeah, and I you know, it wasn't it was kind of obscured, but not too bad. Like there are certainly puzzles that are harder to figure out through like lining yourself and like viewing them than this audio log was this was pretty easy to find all things considered and so yeah the thing is the the game itself is just going to puzzle to puzzle and that can kind of get tedious 
because you know your movement speed isn't super fast and the the world is interesting in its creation but like there's not a lot to really look at um nothing like interesting to look at so to speak but then these audio logs kind of tried to provide some narrative uh they turn it from like a crossword puzzle into something with a little bit deeper meaning I've only found one. I'm only I've probably played about 12 to 14 hours of the game, so I'm not sure if I'm like underpaced or overpaced in like my exposition of the story, but I can tell you right now that that one audio log pretty much told me exactly what this game is trying to tell me. Okay. What's it what's it well, does it is it a spoiler if you tell uh, me what it's about? It's real I so this entire time I've been playing The Witness has been me asking myself, will Peter like this game? Will I like this game? It's exact. So, is it more like Braid or is it more like Portal? Um, <laughs> it's not like either. So, yeah, you did not like Braid. You enjoyed oh. Portal. You did not like Braid from a narrative perspective, and you, if I recall correctly, you didn't like the mechanics either. Oh, I, I think the mechanics are interesting. But you didn't um, like necessarily the timing of it, did you? Like I'm trying to remember. The thing is, I so I thought the mechanics were really interesting, and I thought it was clever. But my brain had trouble wrapping. It, like most, I got through most of the game without too much trouble. But it, I think of the last few like mechanics that they added on at the end. Really, uh, I couldn't get past those. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I'd gone and taken a break and come back, I might have. But the big thing for me with Braid is just I didn't like the aesthetic. Like, I didn't like the art style. I didn't like the feeling of the game. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like you get like an aesthetic from Braid where it's just like, oh, it's indie. Like, it's... It, it's uh, very clear. Okay, so I think... And, okay, and I need to play I need to play more. I still need to play more of The Witness to, to give you a firmer idea because you know everyone's kind of losing their goddamn minds oh yeah about something how how many tens has it gotten like at (laughs) least three at least three so that's the thing is everyone is losing their goddamn minds and i'm playing this game and so far it for me personally is sitting at like i would say it's edging towards a four out of five which you know, I, I think it's very good, but there's nothing yeah. been a, there's nothing about it so far where I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best thing ever. So my with you in particular, I think you would enjoy the puzzles. I I think the puzzles are fun. I think they are satisfying, and I've yet to cross a mechanic of the puzzles that has not been able to be tutorialized, like. There were a few puzzles I came to early on and I just kind of figured out the mechanic by beating my head over into it only to like an hour later come across what was supposed to be the tutorial pa- panel for that mechanic. So basically if I had just like not been so stubborn and gone and looked for the tutorial panel, I would have been able to clear that puzzle faster. So it's not like I've yet to encounter anything that's so obtuse that I don't understand it. So I think Yeah. So I think you will understand the mechanics when playing this game if you totally. do that. And I think you will enjoy the puzzles. I don't think you will necessarily enjoy moving around the world. I don't particularly like it. Um, yeah, that's the that's the feeling I've been getting from the 
what I've watched of it is that it seemed like the puzzles were intriguing to me because I, I like a good puzzle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Joe. I like a good puzzle. <laughs> um, but the world... I mean, people say that, oh, the world is more than you think it is. But at least from what I've seen of the world and moving around, it, it leaves things to be desired. Right. And yeah, and Dan uh, kind of mentioned this too, is it's kind of tedious to set up some... Because it is very much about perspective. A large part of the game is those grid puzzles, but then there are some other puzzles that kind of play a little bit more with like the world. And those can be a little bit tedious... Um, because you, you know, you're kind of, there are invisible walls, so you kind of have to navigate around some stuff, uh, to get from point A to point B. So, but that being said, yeah, people keep saying, oh, the world is more than it seems. And which is why I need to keep playing that. Because if I realize that it is in fact something batshit insane, crazy, awesome, then I will probably (laughs) include that in like my recommendation of it. But for for you, I feel like you would enjoy it more if it was like not forty dollars. I guess I don't know. Not to say that money is a huge issue with you, but yeah, money money is not the issue. Honestly, the biggest barrier right now is that how long is it? People say it could get up to eighty to one hundred hours if you want to get everything. I I again, that's another thing I need to like verify because people are also stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. People are really dumb because like I've. As I told you, I have not really had any issues. Like, people talking about graph paper and all this other shit that they need to do to play this game. I've I've taken one photo. One photo. That's it. Just because I had to remember a pattern and then walk across the room and re- repeat that pattern. So, you know, when I, when I start, like, turning into a madman is when I will let you know if that hour <laughs> approximation is right. Someone goes into your uh, into your room and there's just writing all over the wall and you're <laughs> in the corner shaking. Honestly, though, I wouldn't be surprised if this game turned into that for me because very early on, probably earlier than I was supposed to, I discovered something that has since not ruined the game for me. I mean, not ruined in, like, this game is bad now, but ruined as in now I'm looking for it everywhere, and it's causing me to, like, not actually play the game. It's it's hard. It's hard to articulate this, but there's just... Okay. There's, a, there's another mechanic that has yet to manifest itself in a way significant to your progress, so I'm not even sure if it matters at all, it's it's like when you find a uh, it's like when you find a collectible and you don't know how that collectible matters but now that you know about it it you're now looking for more of those and so then it just like slows you down because you're a completionist asshole who has to find every fucking thing so yeah i but so far i i, I like it i kind of came into it a little bit more like skeptical and now as I play more of it and as I kind of enjoy more of it I I, I like it so th- that's all I'll say I'll come back to you with a full report when I complete that and then let you know if this is indeed worth your time 
Yeah, bring me the report. Give me some bar graphs. Give me give me information. <laughs> give me the hypothesis. The hypothesis. Yeah, I mean, one the hardest part about getting into this game was knowing Jonathan Blow made it. Because again, as we've talked about before, as much as I enjoyed Braid, I still I did think it was an intellectual masturbation on his part. And this game, kind of like going into it, I can kind of see bits and pieces of that in places. That being said, the way I was most easily able to get over it was I thought to myself, you know what, if I made a game, I would probably also try to inject some way deeper meaning into it. (laughs) So you know what, I am an asshole too. So that's fine. Uh, But yeah. Uh... You're you're another Jonathan Blow waiting to happen. I kind of am, a little bit, because I've actually been like working on a game in Unity, and I wanted to like have it draw from Atari style graphics, but then I wanted to like like put en- entropy in there and shit like that. Entropy or you know what? I'm not even gonna pitch this right now. The point entropy. Yeah, like it, things are falling apart. Like Isaac. As 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 a moth, chaos, like kind of, yeah. <laughs> there was some shit that it's like, man, this would be an interesting game world, but I'm not nearly the artist that I want to be to make it. So let's just use Atari style graphics and then somehow wrap some meaning into that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, I am Jonathan Blow. <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Otherwise, I haven't been playing any games other than like platinuming bloodborne and like playing through that dlc uh the dlc is good i enjoyed it i don't think it's as good as as you know what a lot of people really like love the souls series and their dlcs and i just don't i don't know i i think it's because like the souls games are such large worlds with so many different like kind of biomes to them that seem to integrate with each other so well. And then the DLCs are much smaller. I I think like, I, I think that's what makes it harder for me to appreciate the DLCs for soul games, souls games. Just cause like, Oh yeah, they'll introduce new bosses and everyone's like, Oh, that boss was so much more challenging than anything in the main game. That's great. And I'm like, yeah, but it almost all took place in a fucking swamp. Yeah. Like, so wait, does the bloodborne DLC take place in the entire world then? So no. So what it does, and it's actually, this is, it's kind of cheating as well, but what they do is you're transported into what they call the hunter's nightmare, which it, it makes its appearance in the main game. But it's what it basically is, is it's a corrupted version of the real world. So there are landmarks, from the world of Bloodborne in it, but you know, the landscape has been reshifted a bit. And so it's not like it's reusing assets. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not nearly as bad, but that's the thing is like the entire, what would I say about three, three fourths of this Bloodborne DLC takes place in the hunter's nightmare and the nightmares in the main game were not my favorite parts. They just were not interesting to look at. Um, or they were kind of just novel, but they weren't really like interconnected, like as is tradition for most Souls games. It was very linear. 
So that's kind of like the vibe I got from this one as well. Is it was just kind of a linear path that took you through the DLC, um, which is again unlike the games themselves, which are usually a lot more interconnected. And that's like a feature that I find really interesting in those games, and the DLCs typically lack that. So yeah, so it's like an alternate world of the main game, I guess is the best way. It it kind of deviates and does its own thing, like maybe halfway through, but up until a certain point, it's very familiar territory. Um, so yeah, but otherwise, no, I enjoyed it. I, the last boss was under underwhelming in his intimidation, but like the, in the world was just really cool to be in. So, I I think it was worth the journey. That's about it. I got I platinumed it, I beat all the bosses. You did it. I did it. I did it. And now I can do it. Kind Get of it done. Put it away. <laughs> I can put you it got away. It done. I got it done. Uh yeah, but um what's up on the docket? Uh Doc The Docket. The Docket. Screw the rules. I'm uh, going to a Super Bowl party tomorrow at Cisco all the inter- oh. or all the new hires we all decided that we were just going to like go into one of the entertainment rooms in Cisco with like their 50 60 inch TVs and just have our Super Bowl viewing party there sure why not why not and one of the guys was like oh yeah we should I'll bring my PS4 and we should play like video games too and he's like have you guys heard of PT and I'm like Jason I love you <laughs> you're great awesome it's like the opposite of the experience I had <laughs> have you guys heard of PT what the Blank hell is faces. that <laughs> yeah no it's it's nice to have uh, some guys to nerd out with that kind of nonsense but yeah that's what we're doing um, we're thinking about taking bets but I'm not sure I'm not sure if I want to I feel like my bet is the popular one everyone has the Carolina Panthers beating the shit out of the Denver Broncos, and I think that's what's going to happen. Peyton Manning is old. He is old. Cam Newton is young. Do you think he's going to retire? I think I think that's the case. A lot of people were like, well, if he doesn't win this one, he might come back next year and try. And honestly, I actually don't see that happening I think I think it's been like discussed, and there's rumors in the NFL itself saying he's probably going to retire. The dude's like, what, 39? He's like 39. He's like the oldest quarterback to be in a Super Bowl. This is, he's breaking a record already, like Man. going into the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's going to be fun, though, because actually I passed the, uh, the stadium, Levi's Stadium, on my way to work every day, the one that's hosting the Super Bowl. So I actually am not sure how I'm going to get to Cisco in one piece. Yeah, yeah that's going to... That's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, fucking tourists. <laughs> you got to Okay, here's what you got to do. You got to sneak into the stadium. Yeah, go on. That, that's all. That, okay, that's, that's as far it. as I, that's that's as far as I've gotten. That's, that's all I've got. up into Okay. All right, sneak into the stadium and then step 2 question mark, step 3 profit. <laughs> yeah. No, like we were all talking about the Super Bowl cuz we all like kind of gave a shit a little bit. And then one guy was just kind of like super nerdy. He kind of reminds me of Ryan Scott, actually. Um, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know anything about football. And we're like, how much is a Super Bowl ticket? And someone was like, it's about $3,000. I'm like, we should all pour our money together and send Colt to the Super Bowl. It's like hashtag get Colt to the Super Bowl because he does not <laughs> know anything about football. It's like that would be the best. Just send the one guy who doesn't care about the Super Bowl to the Super Bowl. As long as he periscopes the entire thing and all of his reactions, just be like, "What? what's happening? <laughs> that would probably be like, that would actually probably be what he would say and what he would sound like. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, going to be fun. Uh, What's up with you? I am not going to a Super Bowl party. Oh, you fucking nonconformist asshole. Well, a lot of the people at in the this general area are actually really bummed. So they it seems like a lot of people here are really bummed about the Super Bowl, so considering Kansas City didn't make it. Yeah. Well yeah, so, I mean what I mean, you know, baby steps, they just broke their like no playoff win streak. You know? Yeah. So, you know, baby steps. So Bunch of I don't know. I, I'm probably just going to end up ignoring the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, who's going to be the halftime show? They're like Coldplay. I'm like, oh, great. But Lady Gaga I, is singing the national anthem, Peter. Uh, see, I don't even care about the halftime show, so I'm not. So there's nothing for me to really want to watch. Maybe you it. should get into gambling, <laughs> placing sports bets. I don't know, man. What about the commercials? You like commercials? They put, they put them up online before the Super but, Bowl even happens. But what about the po- wasn't there a Pokemon commercial? Is that I already online? watched it? What? They put it up online like weeks ago. Sons of bitches. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe maybe it's not a, maybe they'll, it's the the CG in the commercial is really weird and it kind of scared me. Maybe they'll like surprise us. Maybe they'll be like, "No, that was the commercial we showed you before, but now here's the one with the Danny DeVito voiceover." I want it so bad, Joe. I want it uh, I love that picture that's just circulating of Detective Pikachu with a condom on the floor. It's like, oh, <laughs> looks like I've dropped my Magnum for my Magnum dong. <laughs> uh, I, I'm so ready for that game to be awesome. Like, well, I'm so ready for that game to have exactly what we want. Like, it, it's already out in Japan, and... uh Apparently, it lives up to the Japanese version of that stereotype, the detective. Oh, really? So I'm really hoping that they can do it in America and live up to the the hype. They're gonna get some. They're gonna get some generic video game voice actor like Nolan North. I can't <laughs> see them shelling out the money for Danny DeVito, but geez, oh. but still, but I mean, it'll Nolan be interesting North, to see. Nolan North is a good character actor. Like I think he could he could pull it off. That's true. I mean, I, I guess it's not, it's a less of uh, it's less of him being able to pull it off, and more of me just really wanting to s- see the guy who the disheveled who this is based off of yeah, the, yeah. just the disheveled fat man who's like yeah. kind of a punching bag for the internet, just like voicing Pikachu. Just the idea. Have you seen the video of it, Joe? No, I need. Well, I heard. Oh I, I heard the voiceover. I heard the Japanese voiceover. So you heard the the Pika, yeah, Pika, the Pika, Pika, Pika. And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> that's not how that's not how Pikachu should sound like. It's so great. Did they say they were going to address the the like 
how if that's like canonical that Pikachu can talk like that, like the Meowth well, that, situation. That Pikachu can. Yeah, but is it going to be like because Meowth learned to speak? Meowth Meowth had a backstory with so, his like speech that was explained in the anime. Like, what about I know, this? <laughs> did they mention in the Beastcast this week? I think maybe that um, it might have been a different podcast. I think it was the Beastcast where they. No, they've mentioned it in like every podcast. Okay, okay, I remember. Okay, I remember what it was. It was um, uh, IGN's Nintendo podcast, Nintendo Voice Chat. Since uh, Pear knows Japanese, he imported it. Oh yeah. So I guess the the conceit is that only one guy can actually hear Pikachu oh, talking. Oh, that's lame. And it's the guy that you're playing as. So, like, you are the real detective. Well, so, like, Pikachu is the real detective, but you get all the credit because everyone thinks you solved it. I Maybe. Like an asshole. I don't, I, they didn't really explain that, but basically they said, like, since you, it's, it's Pikachu and then a, a dude, and Pikachu is just like, wait, you can understand me? And he's like, yeah, but no one else can. Oh, so God. I, and it's one of those things where, like, it's how you have to communicate with different people. So when you need to talk to a person, you use the person. And then when you need to talk to Pokemon, you, t- you use Pikachu. And then the two communicate back and forth to tell each other what the other person said hmm. since, Pikachu, since they need to understand each other. Uh, it, it seems interesting. Just interesting. Oh, it seems awesome. <laughs> I want it so bad. So what is the, so wait, so like, what is the gameplay like? Like, is this okay, so the gameplay from what they were saying is classic, like point and click adventure game. I'm suddenly less interested, <laughs> unless they can get like some Phoenix Wright ass shit. So that's what I was hoping for, but they said it was more is they said it was less Phoenix Wright and more classic point and click, or mm. like kind of like a Telltale game almost. Mm. Well, if if the dialogue is good, yeah. If if the writing is good, then that's all that matters. Well, because that's the issue I would have is like Pokemon, Nintendo, as much as I enjoy them, their writing has always been on the more like, you know, it's it's on the safer side. The po- Well, yeah. Luckily, this is not being made by Game Freak. This is made by a different company. Fucking good. So there will be different writers. All right, good. Because like, yeah, the I've always found like the text in those games to be like ultra vanilla, like... Oh, here, like I don't know. It, it's it's hard to describe, but they, they never yeah, they, the, they lack zazz. The the story of Pokemon has never been a very What would you, know, you like me thing. to call you? Call me Big Papa. Okay, <laughs> Big Papa. Hey, we should battle. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Like Yeah, okay. That'll be interesting. Look forward to it. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Pika Pika. Like, you should see the video. Like, straight up, Pikachu is, like, just sitting on, like, a park bench. Or, like, not even, it's not in a park, but just a bench on the side of uh, a, a road. And a, and a lady walks by, and he, like, spruces, like, dusts himself off and, like, fixes his hat and puts his ears back. And is like... Smacks his... Smacks her ass. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Uh, I can get behind this. <laughs> Uh, what else so, yeah. is going on in your world? My world. Your world. Let me tell you about my world. Uh, so they released those uh, final two Smash Brothers characters, and I've been playing that. Which ones were those? That was Corrin from Fire Emblem. Don't Fuck know that who shit. that is. Fuck that. 
it's he's he's from the new game that isn't out yet. It's oh. out in Japan, but not America yet. I didn't realize they still did that. Actually, that makes sense though, because of they localization. Yep they they do it and and Bayonetta Bayonetta is the one I care about. But since I'm a completionist, I bought all of them. Is that completionist yeah. or is that whale? Definitely not whale. Because if I was a whale, I'd buy all the fucking costumes too. And I but said, but you Fuck are that buying shit. the amiibos. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, like you're you're on it. You're on borderline. So you're so I've bought. I, it's gotten to the point where okay, I have all the amiibos, but what's next? So I bought one of the Skylanders oh, cross fuck. amiibos. God damn it! But only one of them. There's four of them. I bought one. Just, I'm gonna see how just, I, I'm gonna see how I feel about it, and if I feel good about it, I'll buy the other you're three. You're an but right addict. Now, you're a I'm drug addict. Because I just want to <sighs> dip my toe and just see how it feels. I'm wishy-washy because the build quality on these ones seems less so than the Amiibos. I can imagine. Because they were made by Activision, not Nintendo. I can imagine. You're a damn addict. Ugh. I was about to say, you said you're not. You're a completionist. I, I view completionist as one who's trying to acquire everything in the game. Well, I, I, okay, I, when I, I say completionist, I mean I want the whole roster. So you're like, a hoarder. I want every character because that's that's the important part of the game. I don't care about these. And plus, the costumes are fucking me costumes. Like, who cares? Who wants to play as the me fighters? So, I just realized something. Seeing as this is like, you know, the first... I guess, has it just been really only this year? Year and a half or so of Nintendo doing a bunch of DLC for its games... Yeah, is I Nintendo mean, it's, it's, I think it's closer to two years now, but yeah, it, yeah. with Mario Kart well, and given, uh, Smash. Given how recent this is, is Nintendo are they gonna are they gonna do Game of the Year editions? Is that a thing that so they that's, would do? So here, that's interesting because um, they've said nothing about that for Smash or Mario Kart. And actually, if they were gonna do Mario Kart, they would have done it by now. Um, yeah, but uh, the big rumor. The big rumor that people have been talking about for NX is that it's going to launch with a basically quote unquote game of the year edition of Smash Brothers with all the DLC. That's that's the rumor. Well, for I NX. would hope. Well, because that's the thing is Nintendo is always like afraid to they don't lower prices. They don't want to devalue their product. But, you know, when you start releasing all this add on nonsense, like it only makes sense. Yeah. It, so with. And actually, someone did the math with all of the add-ons, even just the characters. There's around, uh, if you buy it on Wii U and 3DS like I did, the characters came out to be around $50. Yeah. Um, and that's not including the, the costumes and shit. So there's more than the value of the original games in just DLC. Right. So that, yeah, that's, so that's what's like interesting to me. Like, even if they re-released it as like a 50 or, or as a $60 game, like, I don't know. I, I Knowing Nintendo, though, I can see them being really weird about that. Yeah, they... Nintendo's weird about a lot of shit. Like, um, just look at the, uh, the virtual console and how they trickle out games on that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, just trickle them out. It's like, not a priority. They, it's just crazy. Like, you have all these ROMs. Just put them all in the store. We want to buy them. Like, but they want to emulate that, that lag. Uh, 
I really wish that they would take a more catalog approach to their releasing of the Virtual Console because I want it to be a catalog of this is every Nintendo game ever made. But right now it's this is every Nintendo game that we felt like releasing today. But you need that original quality. If you just rush out of port, you might get something bad happening like it running at a full 30 frames per second <laughs> all the time. I mean, let's be real. They aren't porting those things. It's totally an emulator. Oh, yeah, I know, but sometimes you got to like lower the clock rate on the emulator so you can <laughs> emulate that wall clipping glitch in the Donkey Kong series. It's true, though. It's I told true. you about it's how they, they originally released Star Fox 64 on the Wii, and they they patched it twice to make the frame rate lower. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you can't have stuff like that happening. You, 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 need to, you need to make sure it slows down because otherwise all the... That muscle memory goes to waste. Ugh, man. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's. I mean, makes sense to me. Totally. Uh, but speaking of patches, I. I was gonna make two references, and then I realized neither one of them would have hit. So yes, yeah, speaking of patches, Rock Band Four released a patch. Yeah. It seems to work pretty well. Great. It's always good when a patch works well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, most of the stuff that they fixed was not were not things that I ever ran into, but were things that people were complaining about. And they also added that Psychonauts hat to the repertoire of costumes, and now I'm wearing it. Have you even played Psychonauts? A little bit. I really need to play it. I like the few hours that I played of it. I really liked, but then, you know, life happens and you just run out of time. Yeah. Life is strange like that. Uh, uh, that's a good game. Relevant games. So but you should now, that play talking, strange. now that we're done talking about rock band four, let's go back to smash. Yeah. <laughs> oh yay! So how did, how did the new, how did, how did the new characters handle? I like them. Um, the only, like okay. So them. here's, here's my biggest pet peeve about, Smash characters these days. All right. Is that a lot of them fall into very similar pools of. For all of these characters, down B is a deflection but attack. But they were told, like, they said that there would be no clones. Well, Sakurai Korin promised. Corrin is yet another Fire Emblem character that's kind of a clone. No, no. You <laughs> see, you see, his charge attack is totally different. His Smash B, you know, <laughs> it, it emits flames this time. See, the other guys, uh, it's just like slashy effects. But this guy, he's fire. So Corrin is another one of the Fire Emblem characters that down B is a reversal or whatever. It's like, okay, Fuck that sure. Shit. But like, why does every character have to have that? Why can't his down B be something else? Um, but I otherwise, like I like, I actually like him. Uh, he's got this cool lunge attack where he lunges forward and then thrusts like this weird blade thing. I don't know if it's a blade or some weird like supernatural bullshit that they explain in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's kind of cool. And he can shoot like f- he basically shoot a fireball. Um, so that's kind of interesting. I don't know how. How does I don't he know if do he's that? like a magic guy or if he's a sword guy? He has a sword and he does magic stuff, so it's kind of like a cross. I don't think that's canon. I don't think there are sword magic guys in Fire Emblem. <laughs> it it would like totally fuck with like the triangle of weakness they have going on in those games. Interesting. But they is do have face though, touching. Is it is a rock, do- paper, scissors style combat and a tactical unit game interesting? I mean I, I hope so. I don't know. I, let's just make a rock, paper, scissors game. 
Yeah, like just make Rochambeau the game and you just move <laughs> kids around and they just play rock, paper, scissors and people will be like, what's the point? And it's like, it's literally what you do in every other of these games. Suck it. Uh, so now with Corrin in the game, there are enough Fire Emblem characters in Smash 4 to fill all eight slots in eight-player Smash. Okay, so now you can you can uh, play exclusively Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem yeah. in eight-player Smash, you know, the... Like you've always wanted to. Yep. We definitely needed that many Fire Emblem characters. It was it was a requirement. How many colored Pikmin are there? Could they put that many Pikmin? No, what? No. Pokemon. How many Pokemon are in that game? Are there oh, eight Pokemon? Oh, there's definitely enough Pokemon. There's eight Pokemon? Oh, yeah. There definitely is. Okay. I didn't know that. I think so. Well, what? We got Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, Lucario? Is he in yeah, there? Lucario. Is Greninja? Uh, Greninja? Charizard, Greninja. Do we have... Uh, Bul- is Bulbasaur? No, those other Pokemon the- didn't make it back. Okay. Um, um, how- is that, that six or seven now? I think that's... Wait, is that... I'm sorry. We need to do this again. Pikachu, okay, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo, Lucario, Greninja, Charizard. Charizard. That's six. That's six. That's six. I think thought there was more. Are there? Maybe that's not. Maybe maybe there's no more. I well, I mean that's six. It's still a lot. I mean it's not eight though. You no. mean you have a roster of seven hundred plus creatures and you include eight Fire Emblem character characters characters. Hey, what? I never said Sakurai had logic to him. I mean clearly not. Sakurai makes no goddamn sense I mean, half the time. I mean yeah, like Fire Emblem is a popular series, but. Pokemon is probably so more here's popular. The thing. Every Smash game, you Sakurai does what he wants. I mean, like, that's clearly. the reason why Meta Knight was so overpowered in Brawl. Like he his character, he puts his Wait, characters he have in a hand and in things Brawl? that he likes. Like he definitely lets his own preferences get into the game. I thought he Sakurai fucking loves w- Fire Emblem. I thought Sakurai like, wasn't involved in Brawl or was Meta. No, no, no. Sakurai has been involved in every Smash. Okay. All right. Never mind then. I'm sorry. And Brawl was the first one that, like, he was the main, like, director on. Like, he had way more control in Brawl than he ever did in Melee. Really? And then 4, he had, you know, after Brawl was such a big success, he had freedom to pretty much do whatever the fuck he wanted. But then why did they take out tripping and speed because up the game? Because people complained so much. Okay. I I <laughs> I thought that there was some like I thought he took a back seat in Brawl and that's why it was so different from Melee. Oh, and no, then... no, no, no. That's like the opposite. Really? No, because Melee was made by Hal Laboratories and uh, Sakurai, which just happened to be on the team. By the time Brawl came out, it was Sakurai running his own studio. And then since then, that same studio has worked on the new Smash as well. Well, that studio in conjunction with Capcom. Or Namco, not Capcom, Namco. So Okay. Was it Sora? It's his studio named Sora, I think. Yeah, Sora. Sora? Yeah, so he he resigned from HAL in two thousand and three. Yep. See and he formed his own company, Sora. And then Super Smash Bros. Maintained a site devoted to Brawl's gameplay developments called Super Smash Bros. Dojo. Yep, I remember going to that website every day to get updates. All right. 
That you're well, you, that's crazy. I didn't even know this site existed. Oh, it was a big thing. That's where they would do all the character announcements. And I would stay up every night because at 3 a.m. they would update the site. So a bunch of people on, on the IGN forums would stay up until 3 and we'd just hang out. So this is interesting. So he formed his own company, Sora. And then... There's a lot of, like, commas and clauses. <laughs> game came to the latest video game console... He formed Sora, but he didn't... Oh, okay. And they made Project Sora after the release of Brawl between Sakurai and Satoru Iwata. And I don't know. It's all fucked. This is all fucking stupid. Convoluted Japanese bullshit. Convoluted Japanese bullshit. We called it Project Sakura. Okay. And that was what came to be Smash 4. Okay. All right. I'm glad we're clear on this. But yeah, um, but so now that we're done talking about Corrin, Bayonetta. Bayonetta is awesome. Bayonetta might be like my favorite guest character so far. But does her clothes come off? Uh, About as much as the, the, they do in the game. All right, so good. So like, Great. you know, when you do a big attack. Finally putting that T rating to use. Or is it E again? It's E10. Fuck. I mean, she doesn't get naked, just she... It's basically the equivalent of wearing a bathing suit. I mean... I guess. <laughs> the most buxom bathing suit babe. Dude, the trophies for her? Can you, like, clip yeah. through them? Oh, wow. Are they? There There are... Some, t- some 12-year-old is jacking it to those trophies right now. I'm just, I'm just saying. Man, I remember when I was 12. <laughs> But no, she's she fits into the uh, game really well. Um, they did a direct translation of her moveset. Like, you know, A. Oh, really? Like, straight up the punches and the kicks straight from the game. Holding B does her, uh, shoots her guns both on her hands and her feet. Um, and then down B is her, is her like, dodge. And if you activate it, it puts the person... If you activate it when someone attacks you, it puts that person into witch time, and you can just wail on them. Like, it's it's one of the best translations of a moveset from a game to Smash that I've seen in a long it's time. reminiscent of how they treated Dante in uh, Capcom versus Marvel. Because I remember my friend John would play a shit ton of that. And then when I played DMC... Um, he was like, oh my god, his move said is the same. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, it is. Seems to be, someone's gonna have that revelation when they play Bayonetta on a Smash Bros. And it's like, huh, well, maybe I should try the actual game. Though I'm sure that there's some overlap. The question, I mean, the answer is yes, you should try the game. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, I... I briefly thought I had a moment of weakness and thought about getting a uh, a Wii U. Not yet, oh, though. Wow. Maybe eventually. I would say at this point, you might just wait. Really? Because you think the NX will get I th- games? I think. I think. Well, what I think is that as soon as that they announce the NX, which most people think they're going to announce it at E3, I also think they're going to announce it at E3. Yeah the Wii U's price is going to plummet. Well, we'll see, because I know some refurbished uh, Wii U's can go for as little as $200. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
Yeah, no, we'll we'll see. We'll see because I still feel like Nintendo consoles like stubbornly retain their value until like the release of the next console, and even then, it takes some time. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's one of those things because I was watching like some speed runs of Splatoon, and I was like, okay, I can, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I I Splatoon might be is, interested in this game. Splatoon is awesome, man. Yeah, no, I believe it. They're still releasing DLC. Well, I mean, like, so that's the my one concern is I'm, I'm afraid it might be just like with Rocket League to me, and that like right now I'm playing a lot of like more narrative focused games, and I'm just kind of getting through them, and like I don't really like come home and I'm like, man, I just want to veg out to playing a a compet like air quotes competitive video game. I'm like currently in the whole Netflix and chill stage of my life. Yeah. But we'll we'll see cuz like Splatoon, it, the novelty looks fun, but it's not something that I can see myself playing like every other night like one would typically do with those kind of games. I like to have a definitive ending point. I like a point Which, where it's yeah. like I'm I I can put this away now. But uh yeah, that But Joe, is, how else will you stay fresh? <laughs> I mean, I'll always be a kid at heart, <laughs> but uh, and yeah, and also fuck everyone who's like it's so fresh. I mean, it is it is pretty fresh. But Joe, the the joke is that the characters in Splatoon, yeah, whenever they stop these the two announcers, whenever they finish their broadcast, they they say stay fresh. Okay, because I remember <laughs> going into a NeoGaf thread about like some guy was doing the whole like circle jerk of Splatoon is the greatest game of all time and everyone's like it's so fresh and I'm like because they say that like all the time I thought they were parroting like some like reviewer or some shit and I'm like oh what I mean I knew they meant it jokingly (laughs) but I didn't know where it was coming from it's straight from the game man and and they say it all the time because um I think I mean everyone uh, mentioned this when they first came out, but I don't know if you still remember. Whenever every hour they rotate the stages that are available, and they kick you out of the game, take you to a screen where they t- where they announce you to you all the new stages. It's drawn out. It's like thirty to forty seconds of them just talking, and then at the end they say "Stay fresh." So if you play this game for any amount of time, you're gonna hear "Stay fresh" a lot. Oh Christ! I mean, yeah, that was a game I was looking at. I was looking at Mario Kart, but then I was like, but it's kind of the same premise of playing. It's a really good Mario Kart. I, I don't have it, but I played it with some friends at Rose a lot, and it's one of my favorite ones. Well, that's the hang-up I have. Is it's a good Mario Kart, but I've never been so like infatuated with Mario Kart, at least not as a solo experience. Like, with friends, maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. I would not play that game alone. Yeah. Mainly because the AI is just, oh, yeah, it's, it's the, annoying. It's the typical bullshit. But um, and then I'm trying to think like Bayonetta two would have to be it. Would be one, yes. and I still need to play that. I, I was waiting to see if it would go down in price, but it has not. And actually, if anything, it's gone up in price. I was about to say is that game did not sell well. I remember when people were like, that game did not sell well. I'm like, fuck you. People should probably go out and buy it now. Yeah, it's uh, so it. It's not even that it went up in price. It's just the same price. And they took out Bayonetta 1 from the case because they used to sell it with Bayonetta 1 and 2. So now it's just Bayonetta 2 for the same price. So it's like, so actually, now I'm paying more for the game. That's almost making me not want to get it now. I thought it was going to come with Bayonetta 1. 
I um, wanted no. that. Not the physical copy. You can still buy Bayonetta 1 and 2 separately on the uh, digital store. Okay. Well, that wouldn't be so bad. Well, okay then. But, uh, yeah, there would be that. There would be, uh, what, Mario 3D World? Yeah. I guess. I That one never grabbed me that much. I don't know. I played a lot of it with a friend and... I think I don't know if it's just a perspective thing, but I didn't I didn't really dig. It. I mean, it was a fun game. Don't get me wrong; it's a good game, but it, it didn't grab me like Galaxy did. Oh yeah, it's hard to top. Oh, uh, what else is going on with you? What else is going on in the Joe, world? What? We're 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 gonna see Guns N' Roses. Yeah, hopefully, yes. Coachella, I talked to the friend who said he is, in fact, going down the first weekend. And I'm like, that sounds great. So, yeah, whenever we get the chance, we're going to buy Coachella day one tickets. Got to. We got to. I've been thinking about my ideal Guns N' Roses reunion concert. Okay. Okay, so this is how it goes. This is how it goes. The stage is just full of fog from the fog machines just completely covered you can barely see what's going on you start to hear the introduction to chinese democracy wait what you start to hear wait, the introduction to chinese did democracy. i hear you right what are you on about the, the the band members start to come up onto the stage but they're masked by fog so you don't actually see them but you see that there are figures back there they start playing it's actually Axel and his legion of guitarists that pretend to be Guns N' Roses. The crowd boos. The crowd just goes fucking crazy booing. They're pissed. Then Slash and the rest of the original Guns N' Roses walk out. And as Chinese Democracy is starting, like, past the intro part, they... They murder his they legion of guitarists. Up, they straight up like knock the other bandmates over you know record scratch slash gets out his guitar and they start playing welcome to the jungle and then that's the start of the concert also buckethead's there because i like buckethead buckethead isn't going to be there i, don't I wish he, he would be there yeah he's one of the members of guns and roses like the, one of the replacement guys that i actually enjoyed but you know he got do you know the history of Buckethead and Guns N' Roses, Joe? I know, like, he's, like, in as by my casual observance, like, the third most popular member of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, he was... So, he was supposed to replace Slash as lead guitarist, but they kicked him out of the band. You know why they kicked him out? Um, Something controversial. Not really. So, Fuck. You know, Guns N' Roses is known for, you know, partying hard, being drunk half the time, using tons of drugs. He, like, was a born-again Christian? No. They kicked him out because he would always he would either skip practice or be late or just be come to practice completely drunk. He would skip because he'd be so drunk or he would be completely wasted at practice. So he got kicked out of Guns N' Roses for partying too hard. Imagine, like, how much he must have partied compared to, like, what Guns N' Roses parties. He may have just been an alcoholic. Yeah, he was an alcoholic. 
I mean, but I mean like, the, I, it's fun. The to, members it, of Guns N' Roses were alcoholics I mean, yes. too. No, I'm, so he I'm, was he was too hardcore for Guns N' Roses. You keep using that word hardcore. <laughs> this man had a problem. You are glorifying. Uh, but, I love, but I love Buckethead. I mean, in in the same way that I'm sure a lot of people love me when I'm tossed. But God knows <laughs> they wouldn't want to live with me. Uh, tour with me. God, what a mistake that would be. Yeah. It's fun to have fun, but you have to know how. And you need to know when enough is enough. I learned that from Michael Myers. Cat in the hat. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, no. So like, and, and they definitely have to play Get in the Ring. They they will probably hit the big ones like Welcome to the Jungle most certainly like that can't oh. not be played. Oh yeah, um, but I mean they have to play Get in the Ring not because it's necessarily my favorite Guns N' Roses song, but because they have that entire segment or that entire part of the song where they start saying, "For all you Guns N' Roses fans that stuck with us," blah blah blah, <laughs> because hey, the Guns N' Roses fans have stuck through a bunch of bullshit <laughs> in the past twenty years. Yeah, I mean, if my, I mean, I know it's like apples oranges, but like if if my like understanding of uh, musical festivals is any indication, I don't think there'll be as much showmanship. Unfortunately, they will certainly play their songs. Well, let's be real. Yeah. Axel can't even put on a show anymore. This is true. Axel cannot, but like I, I wouldn't be. Like, but like as I understand it, the stage probably. I'm willing to bet that like after their set, there's going to be like 30 minutes of prep time for the next band to come out. Yeah. You know. Totally. But oh, but yeah. Have you? Did you see those videos that I posted a few weeks ago? Those like comparing Axel. From the past no, to I now, didn't, and then Slash from the past to now. I didn't. I haven't seen these. And like Slash still can do the same stuff that he used to be able to do. While it's like Axel from the eight from the eighties and nineties, he's jumping around doing like crazy shit and just hopping and running. And then Axel today, he like he like walks up to like the the speaker that's on the ground, puts his foot on it, and then walks back, takes three steps back, and then goes back up to the speaker like that's the that's the extent of his dance now it's just like oh, i'll do like three steps and then i'll move back and i'll just kind of set my foot on it because i'm tired um shit and- is axel still this fat oh yeah <clears throat> he got fat dude my god he loves um he loves taco bell but does he like kfc i don't know pay he homage posts, that's he what posts that's a lot about taco that's bell that's the real reason buckethead left the band <laughs> uh, actually, so Buckethead had to stop wearing a KFC bucket because he was going to get sued by KFC. So now he just wears. <laughs> so now he just wears a plain white bucket. I'm surprised he wouldn't have just gone like full metal and just worn a metal bucket. <laughs> Shit! I typed in Axel then and now on Google Image Search, and yeah, like Axel is adorably fat. I might even say. Like oh, he, yeah. he doesn't even he looks like he looks like someone's dad trying to be cool. <laughs> he really it's does. Ca- but it's not like so lame that you groan. It's kind of like hilarious and in a kind of fun way. And then I'm scrolling down and I see all these other celebrity then and nows. And holy shit. Yeah. Remember that Which one are you looking at? So uh that 70s show 
The girl who played uh, Eric's uh, sister. Oh, did you, what happened to her? She's just she looks like all kinds of fucked up. Like holy shit! Like I don't. How do I link to things? Yeah, how did you find that? I just I googled Axel Thin and now here on image search. Yeah, here let me. Uh, this is great podcasting, but <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care either. But here, I've uh, sent this picture to you. Let me see. Wait, look at that. Look at that. Wait, got, wait what? Oh, she shit. looks like hell. What the? Yeah. Is she like a druggie? It has to. Like, I see no other. I see no other explanation. I see no other explanation. Oh, and then of course the classic Lindsay Lohan. That in, uh, of course, people always pick it on Lindsay. <laughs> but yeah. Coachella. Hope yeah, I'm a, I'm going to yeah, you whenever you get want to p- get the tickets, yeah, get get the tickets. I'm going to get them probably within my first we two need, paychecks. We need to we need to um decide like I need to know what section to buy tickets for. There should general admission I think is like the only one, dude. No, the, when I when I went to the StubHub, they had like, do you want to be in section G? Do you want to be in section C? Oh. Um. I guess we needed to we need to basically decide where we want to which ticket we want to get. So, but is so there not just the, general admission? There probably there might be, but I don't so, know uh, okay. if we want. Uh, I don't know if we want to get general admission or if we want like a real seat or what. I would. So, hang on. I'm sorry. Let's let's coordinate this now. Who gives a shit? So <laughs> I'm on. Um, I'm on it now. And there is at the lowest price range, at least on StubHub. There's NA. There's GA for general admission. They're all general admission. All of the ones I'm looking at in the five hundred dollar range. Range, because it's it's very much a first come first serve. You buy the ticket for the weekend for the general admission, and then you make your way to the stage when it's time. Time. Yeah. So like there there's a okay. So I see some floor stuff. I don't know what that means. See, that's the thing. I don't know what that means either. I would uh stick with just general admission Mo- they're all labeled as general admission passes and that's really all you need um yeah just it just says that row there's like different rows I, I, that's what well, i was well i mean all about. the rows i see are either na general admission and some of them just say one yeah like i you want to be in the first row i think i so <laughs> i be, i think because subhub is second hand I think it's just like they require to have it on the tickets, but because gotcha. this is a general admission, it doesn't matter. So, like, just verify okay. that it's a general admission pass. And so, basically, we just want to buy the cheapest tickets we can find. Basically, because yeah, if you go on Coachella's website, literally everything is sold out. Well, yeah, they sell them. They sell them like a year in advance before they even announce what what bands are going to be there. Right, and yeah, so like I've been talking with. Max, and I'm going to get more details because I think what the plan should be is you're going to, you know, you get this ticket, you'll fly into San Jose or SFO or Oakland or whatever, and then we'll make our way down to LA unless, unless we're flying there. I think though we're going to rent a bus. So, okay. So here's, so here's the deal. Most of these are packs of two tickets. Do you want me to just buy the two tickets and then 
I give you one of well, you know, you pay me for the other one. Uh, yeah, we can do that. There's like no, almost none that are like one ticket. That's they're it. All either like two tickets or six tickets or that's they're, a okay with me. Multiples of two. It I seems. I get paid this Friday, so like the minute I'll get paid, I'll uh, send it to you because I should have more than enough to pay you back. Cool. So yeah, so book we got it. this. We got this. So. Once we're in it, we're in it to win it. Yeah, we got Guns N' Roses, Calvin Harris. That's really all I need. But <laughs> there's plenty. There's Ice Cube. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of Spotify listening. A lot of Spotify listening. Just drank a holding a V8. What's up? Oh, man. Then you're going to have to go to the bathroom again. Exactly. <laughs> the idea. So, uh, you want to talk about some news? Yeah. Let's blow through some news. Let's 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 start with Pokemon because we were talking I about it earlier. I want some free Pokemon. I have not played X and I have not played. Which one did I get? You got X. Well, did you get? I got y? X. I, I I bought Y. I bought the one with the reindeer. Okay, you got X. I got X. I've not played X like since like maybe two years. Yeah, ago. I play same here. I played like thirty hours real quick, and then I never went back. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even bother getting the legendaries. I just I don't oh. know. I got the the one. I got the one that's on the cover. Well, yeah, of course you had to get that one. I think <laughs> I think it forced you to catch it. Yeah, it does. It's fucking stupid. But uh, what about so them? Celebrating the 20 year anniversary of Pokemon, they're giving a free Pokemon away every month at GameStop. So you can go in, uh, and I did this. This month is Mew. Okay. You go in, they give you a code, and then you put that code into your 3DS and you get a Mew. Oh, you can't just I connect have, to the Wi Fi? Um,. This is exclusive to GameStop, so you can't. But we do that. we but we did that before. Remember, we did a drive by of GameStop. Yeah, well, they're not doing that this time. Mm. Uh, they're only doing codes. I don't know why, but you have to go in and grab a code. They give you a little card. It has a picture of Mew on it, and they're going to do a new one every month. And it's going to be a new mythical Pokemon. But honestly, Mew is the one that I care the most about uh, of the mythical variety. The mythical animal that can learn any move. Yeah. So yeah, I have my level one hundred Mew. Um, oh, did they come at level one hundred? Yeah, the Mew comes. Well, the Mew does. I don't know if that's gonna be the same for all of them, but the Mew that they gave is level one hundred, and I got it, and it's just hanging out. He's just hanging out. He's just yeah. GameStop owned Mew. <laughs> Pwned. Pwned. Can't change his name. No, you, well, you can't because he belonged to uh, another trainer. That's true. If you if you had gotten a mystery gift, I think you could have treated it as your own. Oh well. Oh well. So yeah, I'm excited to see these new po- the well these Pokemon's that are gonna be free. They I'll don't grab them. They don't have but any uh, a lineup. They haven't really said. At least I didn't in the in the news story I saw that they didn't say. Typically, they announce them the month of. Like uh, the Nintendo has done these. Um, for a while, and usually they announce them the month of. All right. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out. We'll see. 
Tell me when they get the get shaman. Oh wait a minute. Wait, you said there's one for each month? Yeah. I have the list right here, dude. Really? Okay, well. February is Mew. March is Yay. Celebi. Uh, I already have one. Jirachi is April. Yeah. May is Darkrai. I already have one. June is Famphy. I, What's that? I think that's what it's called. It, it's a that was it was a diamond pearl. Uh, is a oh. blue guy. Very sp- okay. Okay, that's the weird little blue dude. Yeah, weird yeah. little. The fact that I even re- remember any of these fucking names is amazing. Actually, I mean, I remember the ones that were cool. Yeah. Um. Well, these <laughs> the. Uh, July is a Shaman, the Hedgehog Pokemon. Um, August is Arceus, um, which is that's probably the best one on this list. Uh, September, I don't fucking know what this one is. What is it? I I'm gonna copy and copy this space. I don't know the last four. I think. Oh wait, they're in a. They look like they're almost. No, they're not quite in generational order, but. Uh, let me uh get over there. Place this. There you go. I gave you the link. Yeah, the last four: September, October, November, December. I don't know what those are. I don't know oh, what those Pokemon are. These are like the new ones. I know, right? Are they? It's, how new are they though? Where Where is this guy from? Okay, yeah, he's from X and Y. So Keldeo. It's like some weird like pony with like a mohawk. Um. Genesect, which is like a robot dude with a bazooka on its back. <laughs> yeah. And then Miloetta. Another excuse for Rule 34 porn of fucking Pokemon. Oh, jeez. Like, they need to stop. She looks... Okay, is this supposed to be like the pop star Pokemon? <gasps> she straight up has a mic on. Look at her types. She's a normal and psychic. That doesn't make... that. That doesn't... You can't do that. <laughs> moves quick attack confusion round what a fucking lousy move set like I don't understand oh and then there's this Vic Victini I don't even know what these are puns of actually none they, of them they gave up on the pun thing a while ago actually now that I think about it like really none of the like the big legendaries have punny names I guess. Entei, Raikou, Suicune, Lugia, Ho-Oh, I like Mew, that. I like that Lugia. Mewtwo. I like that Lugia. Uh, Most of these I already have, just I don't have them on my 3DS. They're on my DS. I mean, I cheated and got these, these first. cheater. I mean, did, how else was I supposed to get Arceus and Shaman like two years after the release of Pearl? I don't know. It wasn't easy. I just gave up. I didn't even know this <laughs> pony dude was a fucking mythical Pokemon. Doesn't look mythical. <laughs> I mean, lo- I was on Bulbapedia just the other day looking up all of the like legendaries in X and Y because like I didn't bother and I don't recall this asshole. He's this the cult asshole. Pokemon. He has a, a horn. He's the what Pokemon? A uh, uh, cult. Oh, like a horse? Oh, okay. Oh, I'm really... So he has different forms. When So this is another thing that's pissed me off about Pokemon for the longest time is they've introduced all these forms. They can't commit to an evolution. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he was introduced in black and white. Oh, no wonder. I didn't really play that one. Bullshit. 
I played a little bit of it, but not that much. There we go. That explains so much. I understand now. <laughs> All right. That's Pokemon. That's Pokemon. Um. Uh, where do we go from here? Let's let's. Okay. Speaking of collectibles, <laughs> Legos. We're, oh, okay. I thought we were. We could just keep going down the, the I Nintendo mean, train. I mean, we could also. That's another good segue. I don't give a shit. Let's go down the Nintendo train because okay. these are all kind of related. Okay, Mitomo and my Nintendo coming March. They're coming in March. That's Mitomo. Nintendo's first mobile app is supposed to launch. It first in Japan in March, um, and then a, a slow rollout to every other country by the end of March. Okay, good. Glad they're taking it slow. Yes, and they're launching their new points thing, uh, My Nintendo. What's the and point? What's the point? So the interesting thing is that they're going to allow you to pre-register for my Nintendo on February 17th for the March launch. There are going to be platinum points and gold points. The uh, platinum points are <laughs> are ones that you earn for basically looking at news stories and doing various other fun things. Mm-hmm. They, they, they say that the platinum points are just for fun. Basically, you can do basically uh, little tasks like looking at news stories and watching videos in the My Nintendo app, and you get points for that. And you can use those points to buy wallpapers. Ooh, Wall, wallpapers. Wallpapers and other meaningless crap. Uh, where it gets interesting is the gold points. The gold points are the points that you get for buying Nintendo games, and then you can use those to get discounts on other Nintendo games. Okay, so it's like a rewards program. It yep. It's basically that's what that. it is. That's yeah. It's a rewards program. Can I just pay a subscription service and get persistent discounts? No. I think they get more money this way. Yeah, probably. Greedy <laughs> bastards. Greedy bastards. But there's some more Nintendo things happening in March, Joe. Oh, God, there's so many Nintendo things happening in March. We Street Nin- U is shutting down. Do you? Did you even know this was a thing? What is that? What is, I didn't even know this was a we thing. We Street U, is that some kind of prostitution ring? <laughs> so this is what it is. It is a... It's basically Google Maps. Like, it is straight up Google Maps, but on the Wii U. And you could use the Google Maps Street View... Get it? Street Street View? Street View? No, I got it. So you could use the Google Maps Street View on the touchpad to look around because you could because it has the, the gyro in it so you could move so you can move it around and see. Um I've never heard of a thing more useless. Yeah, in my what entire the fuck life. is the point? Like why would I want a map on my Wii U? Like I use that when I'm like in the car or something. Like I Yeah, like uh, literally I can't bring my Wii U with me out into the city. <laughs> hey, do you know where, like, do you know, like, how we're going to get to dinner tonight? Uh, no, actually, let me check on my Wii U. <laughs> let me boot up my Wii U. Get directions there. Yeah. So that's going to be closing, which, honestly, I'm amazed that <laughs> it even came out. Apparently, it launched when the console launched. Um, 
And it used to be free, but now it's five dollars, and they've oh, ceased okay. selling it. They've ceased selling it. What um, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I just don't. Okay, so it's bad enough you released a map app, but now you're charging five dollars. Well, not anymore. They stopped selling it as of the end of January. Well, yeah, now they did. <laughs> but like before, the fact that they, they even thought about like, oh, we're just gonna charge five dollars for a map thing. It's like. You get that for free on your phone. Oh, yeah. It's more definitely. accessible and it's cheaper. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't... Nintendo doesn't make sense half the time. Like, it just it doesn't make sense like 95% of the time. <laughs> uh, well, it's shutting down. Great. Good riddance. It'll be missed. And... On the other, so you see that link at the bottom there? You should follow the, that link. The Twitter link. I will follow the Twitter rabbit hole. Kevin Snow, my favorite G- Junji Ito story, The Sims. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> it's not quite Nintendo related, but. No, but, you know, had do, to get out of that. Do you know hole, who so uh, Junji Ito is? I have no idea. Junji Ito is a uh, Japanese, naturally, a Japanese manga artist who's known for, like, horror fiction. Um, (laughs) He draws a lot of, like, it's not exactly him, but, you know, like, the Silent Hill creatures and some of the stuff that you might see in, like, The Grudge and The Ring are very inspired by him. He's super into, like, uh, just... Uh, it's it's this weird kind of horror that you only really see out of Japan. Um, I'm going to see if I can pull up a link to one of his mangas and I might send it to you. I like It's a very short story that I think you would be interested in reading. But okay. while I do that, you can go ahead and continue on with our news story. Yeah, I'll check that out. So Uncharted 4, I think, is finally going to come out. Oh, finally. But I thought they already had a release date. Yeah, well, I mean, they have that new release date in April, and they've 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 hunkered down, they've committed to releasing a Uncharted Four um, PlayStation Four console that will be will have the game bundled with it, and that will be coming out the same day. And this console looks awesome, and I really want it. It's so cool. It's got Nathan Drake standing on it. What's the color scheme? It's uh, it's like. It's like a gray, but not like a PlayStation gray. Just like a like kind of a kind of like a bluish gray. A blue, a the blue light, steel, if you will. Yeah, blue steel. Yeah, a blue steel. And the uh, the light on the on the PlayStation, I, I I from this picture, it looks like it's purple instead of the regular color. Oh, so that seems kind of interesting. I like purple. I like it too. Purple's it looks, red. It looks good. I I don't usually want to buy an extra console just for a different paint job but man man i mean after all the amiibos you've bought i wouldn't put it past you <laughs> hey those those have those are for other things you're about to say those have collector's value no well uh, some of them do now uh, yeah the, that's the true. animal crossing amiibo market has completely destroyed itself <laughs> it was uh, i'm just picturing an amiibo bubble <laughs> so the Smash Amiibos ret- have retained their value, but the Animal Crossing ones have not because no one fucking cares. <laughs> and they made as many as they did the Smash ones, and they wonder why no one bought them. Story of Animal Crossing. No one just fucking cares anymore. Ugh. 
Uh, mysteries, 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 mysteries. Um, can you tell me about this Metal Gear stuff? Metal Gear, I can't tell you anything. This is the first I've heard about it. Really? Um, I was hoping you would know. I see. I should, but so Metal Gear Online is like just kind of. I mean, it, it's fun by nature of the mechanics being fun, but. So, what is it? Metal Gear Online will add quiet, new maps, a new mode, and more in March. So, it looks like they're going to continue to develop for it. And now, if you want, you can play as the the bikini-clad uh, quiet. I don't know too much about this. It's Nothing has really been said in my usual, like, lines of, like, You get to play news. as quiet. I mean, yeah. That seemed that seemed like the the bit the headline. I, of course, it's quiet. the headline. She's <laughs> fucking hot, but I don't know the the I don't know. Metal Gear Online came and went as Metal Gear Online's typically do, so like, I can't really say much for it. Um, what I can say is apparently Kojima and Del Toro are having a keynote at Dice. Yes, I heard about this. Which you know, if you just want to break more hearts. Go ahead and announce that, because it's probably not going to be anything that we want it to be. No, it's just going to be them chatting. They're not going to have any revelations about new games or anything. It'd be nice if they did, but I'm not putting stock in it. Though you would think if they were so ready to make Silent Hills together that they're probably per- consistently in line, in lines of communication with each other. Yeah, I, I think so. I think... Uh, someday I think they'll work on a project. Someday. I, I'd, I'd like to think. <laughs> the entire keynote is them just like taking a shit on Konami and being like, yeah, we really wanted to make this fucking game, but we couldn't. So here's all the fucking assets we worked on. Look at this <laughs> fucking, an- this animal. Look at it. Look at it. It's fucking, fucking terrifying. Look at how great this is. Why, why would they cancel this? Yeah. Look, like, look, look, look this. what you could have fucking had and Konami took it away from you. We were 95% of the way done. <laughs> and they just fucking ripped it out, but now you'll never get to fucking see it. Literally all we had left with Q- was QA. That's all we that had left. That was literally it. And you know what? It already ran like a dream. We didn't even need QA. <laughs> we were ready to launch. Ready to greenlight this shit. Norman Reedus was all like, yeah, I did VO for that. Uh, so, there, so there's an Amazon PSN sale going on right now. Oh, great. What is the... Wait, an Amazon PSN? Like, I can buy points from my... You can buy... How does this codes work? Codes from Amazon to then use on PSN to get the digital game. Okay. So, it seems like we got we got some nice... Uh, we got some Battlefield. We got some Dragon Ball. Some some EA stuff. Yeah, EA you want... FIFA. That, that, that PGA Tour game just plummeted in price. Jesus, as like it, it should. Came a, it came out a few months as ago. As it should. It was a bad game. I'm, I'm, I really do like how they have FIFA for the same price on both PS4 and PS3. Oh, yeah. And Madden <laughs> is nowhere to be found, even though the season is almost over. Madden, oddly, has been retaining its value It lately. does that. It'll drop to 20 bucks like, next se- September um, or August, I should say. When the next game comes out, it drops really fast after a year. Um, got Battlefront for thirty bucks, and yeah. Dark Souls two. Dark Souls for five. two for five dollars. That's that's insanely cheap. That's not that old. 
No. That came out two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) Maybe, I think, I wonder if Scholars of the First Sin kind of, uh, kind of knocked it down a bit more, because that was basically a Game of the Year edition. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um... Yeah, what else? Uh, we got got Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens, The Phantom Limb. Okay, Wait a Joe. What? Okay, Joe. Okay, Wait a Joe. Minute. What? Wait, you, 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 you hold back right now. You hold back right now. I mean, have I, seen, I can't have hold you back seen much the announcement longer. Trailer for the Lego Star Wars: Force Awakens. No, I haven't. So basically, they spoofed the original announcement trailer for Force Awakens, but with Lego, and it's fucking amazing. Like, it's really good. Um, it's they do a great job with the comedy aspect of it, and they announced that since uh, Star Wars has their whole deal with PlayStation, where S- Star Wars stuff is exclusive to PlayStation, some stuff is mm-hmm. only on the PlayStation versions of this game. They're gonna have a side story called the Phantom Limb, where we're gonna learn how C three PO lost his arm. Oh, think. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Yes. What? Yes, and it's called the Phantom Limb. They, they are, know what they're doing. They are. They know what they're overtly doing. Overtly referencing. Overtly referencing Metal Gear Solid. Yes, they know what they're doing. <laughs> and it turns out that David Hayter was voicing C-3PO this entire time. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited for that. I can't and- fucking do this. It's kind of cool that it's exclusive to PlayStation. I I didn't think that would ha- that would happen. I'm yeah, that's surprising to me. I guess it was just an install base thing. Oh yeah, which that because re- well, 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 is- Lego is a European company. So yeah, well also just um, uh, this I didn't put this news story in, but didn't EA leak out that there's less than twenty million Xbox Ones out there? I don't know. I I don't. Yeah. I do remember um someone like doing some math and determining that yeah it was somewhere in that like at least at, I mean at most twenty million like yeah because I forget what it was there was yeah there was something where it was like yeah seventy thousand or seventy million consoles have shipped of those fifty one five point or fifty one million or PlayStation fours or something like yeah I, th- I think it was. I think they said it was like, I think they said it was sixty million have shipped, and so that may that means that there's around. I think there's like, maybe it might it might have been a higher number, but I think they were including the Wii U in it. So the Wii U is at like twelve, the PS4 is at like thirty seven, and then the Xbox One is at around nineteen. Yeah, they yeah there was some math that was done that was like, oh wait, that's how many there are. Which means that PS4 is close to doubling Xbox One, which is crazy. I didn't think it would be... Honestly, I, I thought they would be more neck and neck. Well, I didn't realize given the, PS4 the damage was doing. control, I think what's hurt Xbox, though, the most... I mean, I think their um, their marketing strategy for North America has been fine. You know, their damage control... I You know, as much as, like, we see these numbers, I still feel like America is very close to 50-50, yeah, I think America it's definitely closer. But then it's because like they don't have anywhere in Asia like at all. And then and Europe Euro- is and just Europe like is just it's all PlayStation. It's it's spotty at best. Yeah, like Europe there's like not 
more countries are selling the PlayStation than Xbox One, and then the companies that the Xbox One is selling in is like marked up so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's like it's they're they're not doing well, at least in those regions. Which I would hope that at this point, with as lousy as they're doing selling them over there, that they just expected it not to do well, and that they have like adjusted everything accordingly. Yeah. But but hey, none of them are doing as well as the Vita. Yay! The Vita continues to dominate. 13 million. Yep, that's like that's 13 million more Vitas than I have in my possession. <laughs> Killing it. Man. Killing it. Speaking of killing it, I'm killing this podcast. Uh, no. You've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. Uh, you can find me and Peter on the tweeters and also find us both on the PlayStation Network. You can also find Peter on Xbox Live and the Nintendo Miiverse, all using our handles in the description. And my Nintendo is soon in March. Yes, my I'll Nintendo be, I'll, in March. I'll be there. He'll be there. He'll Getting the points. Gathering points to buy more DLC. Um, visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com. There you can find links to our YouTube channel. Subscribe, please. And then also uh, a link to our broken iTunes and a <laughs> link to our broken RSS feed. The RSS feed is still pointing to the archive.org, I think, last I checked. Okay. So that, that'll be, need to be changed. But when it's back up, hopefully everything will be better. Um, send us emails to thumbs at gmail.com. The segment of the podcast that we neglect, but that's okay. Shit. Oh God. I, oh wait, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Wait, okay, did we ever, me, me... did we ever, uh, fight back on that Tony Hawk or the, the Dave Mira? Dave Mira. So here's the update on Dave Mira. Uh, we have no emails. Um, so here's the update on Dave Mira. It was claimed, and basically the the what happens now is that uh, it's still up. It's still up. Um, we forfeit all profits, which we weren't making a profit anyway. Great. And it's been taken down in some countries, but not America. Great. So that's all I care about. Also, shitty as it is to bring up, interesting that he committed suicide, like, Three days ago. Two days ago. Wait, what? Seriously? Are you for real? Have you not seen this news? No, oh, I haven't Fe- been paying February attention. February 4th, 2016, Dave Mira found in his car, shot shot himself. What? Why? I Concussions I to the head of, caused brain damage. I never thought damage. of him as being he, depressed or he anything. He died, like, last week. Fuck. Man. Yeah. Funny enough, how we should get, like, that copyright warning a week before. So, yeah, uh, you'll be missed, Dave. Uh, and with that being said, have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. <laughs>